Good morning, everyone. It is Friday, July the 24th, 2020. It is currently 12.09 a.m. Central Time, and you're listening to the Currently On uh, currently on Podcast. It's not a live broadcast. I mean, we're currently live, kind of, but this is the Currently On Podcast, and, well, we are dedicated to what's on, and what is currently on this morning is the brand new Taylor Swift album. Now, we've provided you an interpretation of the first video released for the album, which was the video to the song Cardigan. We explained that, analyzed that, offered an interpretation, and then immediately we started working through the album. Now, it's 12.09 a.m. Clearly, we have not been been able to do an extensive listen. Clearly, we've not been able to... uh, you know, listen to the album more than once. We haven't haven't even been able to listen to the whole thing one complete time. I think we've come relatively close working through as many songs as possible, but we wanted to at least get something out there, offer some initial thoughts, maybe some initial predictions about the album, maybe uh, predict some possible reactions to the album, and uh, just give you some thoughts. I've got at least two two sets of lyrics that I think are very important to the album, maybe actually three, uh, but I wrote down two, Uh, but I'm here. It's uh, after 12, uh, it's after it's 12, 10 AM and joining me is. Bex. Hi. (laughs) It's Bex. Hi. Okay. She's uh, with me. Oh wait, it's her birthday. So. Uh, Taylor, Taylor Swift uh, released her album just to celebrate your birthday. She did. She even said my name multiple times in um, American Dynasty. That's not the whole title, but that that song. Yeah, yeah but that's not really a very positive song. So I don't know if you really want. Your well, name no, <laughs> I'm just saying I, I think she's got like a thing for me or something. But no. Um, yes, I'm excited to be here. Okay, so here we are. So again, I, I hate doing a review. This is we'll call this a preliminary review. Obviously, we can't dig in. I think I think I've I've got a, a good enough grasp on the album that I can offer some some initial thoughts. So let's start with your initial thoughts. Um, you can share your thoughts, and then I may interrupt and ask some questions, and then I'll throw in my thoughts, and then you can ask some questions, and then we'll do it that way. We'll kind of do this like kind of a. a, a offering perspective and then kind of a back and forth interview so you start off taylor swift what is the name of the new album folklore right yes okay all right that's the name of the new album so you you, how much have you listened to the album as of right now i think i've made it to track 11 all the way through no i've gotten over halfway through each each well up until 11 okay all right okay all right. And uh, so just go ahead. Your initial thoughts. Just take it, take it, take it away. Um, I would definitely say an overall very folksy alternative type vibe. Um, number one, the first track on the album, the one is my uh, is my favorite so far. Um, I think that well, one of my favorites, I would say for sure. Um, I think it's interesting that the first track, number one, is called the one and then seven is called seven and then. August is track eight, which is the eighth month of the year. I think there's a lot of number number play going on there. Um, and so that's interesting. That kind of stuck out to me. But 
Um, I really like the first track. I heard a feature. She has Bon Iver featured on, I forget which number, um, which track, but it's, uh, it's kind of interesting. This, this, his sound is very, or the sound that's going on there is, is very interesting to me. Um, I've listened to Bon Iver before and to me it was kind of, um, I don't know. It was just this very low kind of dark almost sound going on. Um, but I like their voices together. I wouldn't, I don't know that I would have ever put that pairing together in my head before, but I liked, I liked that, uh, the way that they sounded together. Um, I, let's see. As far as any lyrics that stuck out, um, I didn't, I didn't, have a chance to jot any notes down um and i can't i don't think that i can pull up any lyrics yeah that's right. yeah i'm afraid to try it as well yeah <laughs> yeah right. um uh, but i mean taylor's known for being a brilliant lyricist and I'm, I'm sure that's you know there's i have I've, i definitely noticed lyrics standing out to me i just didn't have a chance to jot them down um and then in the track mad woman i believe is the name um she has her first F-bomb that I know of out of any of her albums. Yeah. And so that's definitely her first, like, explicit lyric. Um, it's even listed as explicit on the Yes, album. yes. And so um, I definitely noticed that there's... Um, and I noticed some other words in other songs as well, but Mad Woman especially being the first F-bomb um, and so I feel like that's kind of, uh, I don't know, I would say that's kind of a big deal for her just because that's never been something that she's done before that I can remember. And so um, that's definitely, I think, stepping out of that kind of comfort zone of what everybody's familiar with when it comes to Taylor Swift. But um, anyway, yeah, I think overall it's really good so far. She's definitely more of a folksy kind of indie alternative vibe that i'm not necessarily you know i don't necessarily correlate with taylor um but it's definitely i like it okay so a couple of things predictions on reactions now i haven't read anything i haven't been looking for people's reactions but what do you think uh reactions are going to be to this album just your predictions well i think for anyone who's come along during her pop kind of phase um who didn't necessarily so much follow her during her country phase, um, because there are people um, that right. that would apply to. I would say that this would, they probably aren't going to like this um, just because it is not in line with her pop um, kind of, you know, feel that she's had for the last couple of few albums. And so um, I don't know, that might be, off-putting to some people some people might not like that and then I think that you know but I also think she has such a strong fan base that people will kind of support whatever she does and so um a lot of artists I think don't have that uh that freedom and that liberty to experiment with different sounds um and I think Taylor is one of those people that has such a dedicated fan base that everyone will you know I think I think a lot of people will like it. I just don't know about the people who have who have liked her only because of her pop type feel that she's had. I don't I don't know that people will 
necessarily feel the same way about this album. And there's definitely no pop vibe that I'm getting at all definitely. from. Okay. From any of this. All right. I'm gonna throw in some thoughts here, and then you can you can ask questions, and I may come back and ask you some questions. All right. Here's the way I would start if I was starting this review, like as a, as a solo recording. I would say, hey, you remember that time we were told that the old Taylor was dead or that, that, that Taylor was dead um, mm-hmm. and that there was like a new Taylor, the old Taylor was dead and, and the new Taylor was here. Can't come to the phone right now. Right. Yeah. 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 Taylor can't come to the phone because the old Taylor, Taylor is dead. Ever how the lyric went. Um, I would, I would start that way because I think this is the, this is the real, like, this is the, she steps way, way out of what you're going to expect from a Taylor Swift album. This is not, mm-hmm. this is obviously not a Taylor Swift pop album. This is no. not even the Taylor Swift pop country. Pop. No. This is the pop Taylor is not present in this album. And and so uh, I think a lot of people are going to have a negative. I mean, if you're looking for Shake It Off, if you're looking, you know, I'm the man, you know, the man, if you're looking for, I mean, just name songs, uh, you're you're not going to find it. You're not going to find it on this album. This album no. has a dark, ominous tone to it throughout. Now, there's every once in a while you'll get kind of a, a lighter, kind of a melodic kind of feel. Like the first track kind of gives you a little bit of a melodic feel. Yeah. Um, but some of the tracks are not. Th- this is an album that's not, oh, uh, the new Taylor track is on the radio. Crank it up. This is This is turn off the lights put on some headphones okay what's taylor saying here this is this is this is a rainy day album <laughs> well a, a rainy day emotional like this this is a like people who are looking for the pop what was interesting this is this and i don't know if this is what she intended remember this album was made during quarantine this was an album made during the lockdown this is an album made during social distancing this is an album made when she was supposed to be on tour she wasn't she, because the tour couldn't happen so she decided to pour out a lot of emotion into the album, but not emotion in like a fun pop way. In other words, some artists are releasing albums that are almost serving as an escape to the emotions and feelings of 2020, right? This album is not an escape from the emotions and feelings of 2020. And in no. fact, what I love about it is how the album ends, right? There's this... The, now, you can tell me if this is purposeful. You can tell me if you if you think it's pur- purposeful or not, but I wrote it down. The last lyric on the album is, no other sadness in the world would do. Mm. No other sadness in the world would do. That's like, that to me summarizes the album. That's the, that, that captures the album. This is a dark, sad album now i'm not saying every lyric is sad i'm not saying every thought is sad i'm saying the vibe the musical vibe this reminds me of um and and some people will get the reference some people will not nebraska by bruce springsteen if you listen to the nebraska album that thing is like what the heck is going on the first track of nebraska by bruce springsteen starts off about a serial killer Uh, it's crazy dark it was filmed on like a little eight track, eight track uh, recorder in his house. It wasn't even done in a studio back then. It they and and I think the studio, I think the record label even wanted to change it. Now this one has all the good production, but it has a very dark 
feeling to it. And it's not, it's not like my, my, here's my question. What, what track ends up on pop radio? Mm. Cardigan, obviously. Right. Yeah. I mean, even that doesn't really fit the vibe on pop radio. No, I mean, not at all. I mean, think of all the things that are being played on pop radio that where, where, you know, Dua Lipa, just name, you know, name all the different people that are popular on radio. Like, it's almost like a, a pop EDM, R&B, yeah, hip hop vibe on on Top 40 Radio. Where does she fit in? Does Cardigan get picked up by country radio? Mm, I don't know. That's why this album is so is so different because it's it doesn't really fit into a country definitely lane. yeah more into an alternative lane so- yeah and i don't really feel it i don't really it definitely doesn't fit into a pop lane so it, it kind of yeah it falls more into an alternative type and not the lane. alternative pop but a very no. alternative, like alter truly alternative in the sense alternative to what you're hearing on radio yeah right so so like where does like so where is the big singles are going, going to come from so so i think it's interesting that this is not about the next big single this is about a, a body of work that's very artistic and exploring emotion and, and I, I think allowing her songwriting to really flow. This is not about a pop hook. This is not about a hook. This is about an album that you begin, you begin and end with and it ends with, hey, here's the sadness. This describes the sadness in the world in a roundabout way and almost in a symbolic way. So I think that that's very, very interesting. Now, my favorite lyric so far, my favorite lyric of the album. My favorite lyric is this. You know, the greatest films of all time were never made. I love that lyric. You know, the greatest films of all time were never made. Now, is that like, is that like kind of a subtle way of saying, hey, uh, now I don't know, you know, I'd have to go put it back in the context of the song, but it just feels like almost like in some ways, the greatest films are never made for whatever reason, because they're not going to be popular. They're not going to be mainstream. Well, would this album have ever been made if it wasn't for COVID-19? Mm. Is this the album that was never supposed to be? Made? I mean, really, was it, would this be the, would this have been the 2020 Taylor Swift release? There's no way this would have been, or the 2021. No. This would not have been the 2021 Taylor Swift album. There's no way you can convince me of this. COVID-19 is what brought about this album. And it captures the emotion of the time. It's not an escape album to get you out of the vibe. This is like really embracing the feeling. Not that she's singing about, not that she's singing about COVID-19 or singing about, um, you know, the lockdown, but, but she's not doing it that way. She's singing about emotions, but the vibe of the album catch captures kind of the depressed vibe that a lot of people are experiencing the, the vibe. It, it kind of captures this when you're isolated and you're just left with you and your thoughts, those thoughts are not always positive. Yeah. I will say that, you know, earlier you asked kind of what the um, reception of this mm-hmm. album, it will be. And I would, I will say that I think that because of the time that we're in right now, people will be more receptive to it than any other time. Yeah. Oh yeah. If I um, released this in 2021, people would be like, what the crap is that? Or, yeah, or 2019. Right, right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or 2020, if there was no COVID-19, people would be like, what the crap are yeah. you doing? 
Um, yeah. So I, I think critics are. I, I, I have a feeling critics are going to love it. I think there'll. Be I some, agree, yeah. I think there'll be some fans who who are who criticize it. I mean, as popular she is, she always has that minority of people like she's uh, she's sellout. You know, yeah. always that garbage. But um, I think there'll be. I feel like Taylor. I feel like Taylor also always has this ability to um, cover these like things that people have, like experiences that people have been through and I think that's the reason why people latch on to her so strongly yeah and so I think this is another one of those instances where this isn't an escape album this isn't something right. to try to you know make you feel good or feel happy or this is you know something that I think people can even if you know she's telling a story or a lyric that you might not you know that you might not have explicitly experienced I feel like there's still that kind of just you can relate to the overall vibe of this album right now I feel like everybody can right and and she sometimes she writes lyrics that people can relate to and she may do it in kind of a catchy funny uh kind of way uh, a sassy kind of way whatever however you want to describe it this is like this is not about there's no fun this is not even about uh, this is just kind of raw um maybe very uh transparent um can we say can we say this this is the most grown up Taylor has ever sounded. For sure. This is definitely the most mature I've, I've heard her ever. And, and I, I wasn't able to dig into all the lyrics to see when I say, I say transparent, maybe I'd have to go back. And I got, I got to like, is this, is she really get a bit, like letting us in or is she like, you know, I'd have to look at the lyrics to see how transparent the lyrics really are. Um, there's a lot of different things she's clearly talking about. Uh, Mad Woman, she's clearly like she's expressing some, some kind of anger there. But I don't know if these are all. If I don't know if every song is kind of uh, you know how typically Taylor just writes about her experience. I don't know if she creates some characters in this album and kind of talking about like she's almost narrating a story. Um, I don't know if that's there or or if she's the central uh, figure of the story. I wasn't able to really dig into enough of that to analyze it, but. I, think- I, I know when I got to American Dynasty and she starts bringing these other characters and their names into it, I I started to kind of try to figure out, like, okay, what is this symbolic of or who she's speaking about? Like, it was, you know, so it's definitely something that I'm going to have to listen to as a whole over and over. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is an album that you're not, this is not a Taylor album. You tune in, you just put on and you're just dancing around. And you're like, oh, that's that's a cool. Line. Oh, that's fun. Oh, that's yeah. Fun. This isn't one of the you know Taylor Swift albums where you put on and it's like, oh, that was a petty reference to Kanye West, or that was a this, or this is a you know, oh, that's her breakup with you know John Mayer. Like this is this is something that you're going because it is such a uh, mature kind of um, artistic uh, piece of work. I feel like it's something you're going to really have to dissect slowly and yeah. And, so you're gonna have to spend you know, time with it, and I think yeah. some of these songs, the more time, I think some of these songs, the more times you listen, the more because they're not immediately have the earworm kind of thing where they just hook you. These some of these songs are gonna take a little while to grow on you. So I think yes. four or five listens, you're gonna start really capturing the melody. You're gonna capture the structure, and then it's gonna start being a, a little bit there. It, it's a, uh, it's definitely a, a darker, mellow vibe. Like I think you described it, that alternative indie folksy vibe, which is what a lot of people, you know, the, the, the cup, the cover, the artwork and the title of the album really gave this kind of gave it away. And uh, mm-hmm. 
And I think even on Beats One today on Apple Music, they were even, Zane Lowe was even uh, predicting a possible connection to uh, Bruce Springsteen's Nebraska. That's what he was, he thought it would be. And so when I heard this, it really emphasized that same thing. And I think it's interesting because the first lyric of the album, as I think it's something about how, how that she's doing okay. Uh, I think I'm doing okay because I'm on some new crap, you know, the mm-hmm. new, new S, <laughs> right? Uh, and and so I thought that's it. She's like, is that kind of like a way of, she's claiming she's doing okay, but there's really like a way of saying, what? and then get to the album. And she's talking about the greatest sadness, you know, hang on, let me read the lyric again, because I don't want to say it wrong. Um, no other sadness in the world would do. And she just gave us the sadness. <laughs> no other sadness would do other than that sadness. I, I don't know. I just think there's an interesting, I like, sometimes I like to, to take the first lyric and the last lyric and see what, what comes together. So this is what I, I think. I think she's, I think a lot of people are going to be like, what the crap is this? Um, I think a lot of people, like you said, Taylor does have a way. Her fans are very loyal and I think give her freedom that more than some artists. And I think she earns, mm-hmm. I think she's earned that freedom considering this is what her eighth studio album she's had massive success i think she deserves the ability to experiment a little bit and hopefully uh, the fans will accept that i think the critics i feel the critics are going to i think the critics are going to 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 really uh like it i really i I could be wrong i think that maybe maybe the critics are just going to attack it i don't know but i I, my initial feeling is the critics are going to love it some fans are going to be disappointed because it's not the escape from from the world. It's going to be people who want to uh, really be hit with an emotional, dark album. This is the album. Um, it captures, I think, the feeling uh, of this time, even without singing about this time. I think the lyrics are going to require a little bit more time to spend time with, and the music definitely is going to spend time. And the more you listen, I think the more it could become, um, a, 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 like you said, a rainy day album, a late night album. Um, definitely not, uh, you know, and, and I guess the, the, the major questions is, I just don't know where this shows up on pop radio. I don't know. I don't know how this shows up on the charts on streaming charts. Obviously it doesn't matter on radio. I just don't know what a radio, uh, a, a top 40 radio station programmer does with this. Now I'm not, I'm not saying radio is, is that influential anymore, but it still has its influence. So does this show up on the, does this show up on the alternative charts and she doesn't end up on the top 40 billboard chart? Mm. Wouldn't that be weird? I mean, Cardigan, that would be, Cardigan, it would Cardigan, be... Cardigan's going to make it on top 40 billboard chart. Yeah. It just, it's still, I just am having such a hard time hearing any of these on radio. Oh, really. Absolutely. Yeah. I, don't I know. feel like I could hear, I feel like I could possibly hear the one on radio just because I feel like that has the strongest melody out of any of the tracks well, that I've heard so the far. Most catchy at the beginning. I think there was one definitely. more. I can't remember what, I think it was it August. I can't remember. There August, was one, yes. there was one more. I thought about it. Um, yes. You could kind of hear it here. I, I just, I, I would be interesting if country radio would touch any of this. I mean, country radio has been, you know, I mean, country now doesn't sound, sounds more pop than anything else, but yeah, I, I mean, I think Cardigan could possibly, I mean, Taylor has that name recognition. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. That's going to be the sure. weird thing, but, but it's 2020 streaming is what matters. And so who cares what, if it, I mean, like, this is this album going to demonstrate that you don't need radio? Mm. 
I don't know. I mean, Taylor, I feel like Taylor, if, Taylor has proved uh, so many different things. And is this is this where she's? Says, that's what I was about to say. That's what I was about to say. If anybody could prove that, it would be Taylor. So. I don't need radio. I'm Taylor. I'm Taylor stinking Swift. Yeah, I'm Taylor freaking Swift. I don't need radio. Watch me uh, have a you know a bazillion streams and the number one song on all the streaming charts. Now, and if you don't get radio play, but you have a bazillion streams, do you end up on the top forty Billboard? Like, right. I, like, to find out. Yeah, those are some interesting things. Any other concluding thoughts on Taylor Swift's new album, Folklore, currently streaming on all major streaming services? Any other? I thought, I thought that it was interesting that she named the last track "Hoax" because so many people have claimed that this COVID thing is a hoax, you know. Um, but I don't know what the yeah when, track when I saw "Hoax," I didn't know. I, I was trying to figure out well, where was she's going to go with this. I didn't, I wasn't able to spend enough time with the lyrics to really try to figure out what she was trying to say there. Uh, because I, I was thinking maybe she was going with, you know, like uh, the, all the crap people say about her. Was she going to kind of like, you know, Hey, you know, ho- hoax, was she going to refer to her relationship as a hoax? Was she going to like, what was she, where was she going to go with that? So um, I don't know. I mean, a lot of those songs are really going to have to spend some time working on, um, you know, it was put it this way. Some of these lyrics are not, quote unquote, right on the nose. Like, you know, ne- you know, shake it off. You know, the man. Yeah. You know, some of those songs are just right there in your face. These, yeah. I think, require maybe a, a well, put it this way. My initial feeling is they require a little bit more time. Maybe when I listen to them again, I'll be like, oh, well, that's pretty obvious. But um, my initial feeling was, OK, I got to spend some more time with it. that. I think that's that's the vibe. I think it's uh, artistically, I think it's a beautiful album artistically. Musically, I think she is definitely out of her comfort zone a little bit. She's, she's definitely broadened her horizons. It's a mature album. Um, and I think it's an album that deserves definitely more than one listen. But this is not your pop top 40 album. This is not the, the old Taylor is not here in, in the sense she's in some ways she, she, she's returned to her roots in some ways, but in some ways, this is a mature Taylor. And uh, I think that that's interesting. And I'm glad that we get to experience kind of a, I've always wanted her to, to, to get away from her typical kind of template. And I think this is outside the template. And I hope people will give it a chance and uh, use this album. Maybe, maybe this album will be used for just people's own self-reflection and, and see maybe themselves in the, in the emotion and in the lyrics and uh, maybe people will appreciate it for what it is. Uh, if you're looking for the a-, a pop album, it's not it. It's it's not that. And if you uh, allow it to be what it is and allow her to try to to grow, then I think you should give this uh, album definitely a try. And I'm I'm going to be very interested what my feelings are five listens in, six listens in. I think I think I'm going to I think my feeling is I'm going to grow to appreciate it more. Yeah, I agree. All right. Any other thoughts? No, I think that's about it. All right. Well, that concludes our in preliminary review, our initial review. Uh, you know, I think we've I think we've done a pretty good job talking about a lot of the major aspects. So I don't know if we'll have to come back and talk about it again. I don't know if we're going to be able to add anything else. But if we do, we will. Um, and of course, um, everyone listening, subscribe, uh, share this podcast. If you want to know what's currently on, you want us to hear us talk about it and not just tell you that it's on, but analyze it. This is the podcast. So uh, tuning in. Uh, did you ever see uh, Kanye? I don't think I ever saw a Kanye album.
I haven't been able to check since uh, we've been recording, so I, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't think I have. So we'll have to see. I was I was hoping for that uh, that battle. So we'll see. But maybe we'll get a new Kanye album next week. So we'll see. All right. Well, everyone, thanks for tuning in. Uh, thanks for uh, subscribing uh, to the Currently On podcast. Everyone have a great morning, a great uh, July the 24th. And uh, go listen to Folklore by Taylor Swift. I think you'll enjoy it. Any, you want to say goodbye? Uh, yeah, I guess. Thanks for having me on. And yeah, check out the album. It's really good. All right. Good morning. I would say good night, <laughs> but it's it's morning time. So good morning, good night, wherever you are. Enjoy. Go listen to Taylor.